Yo, 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 yo. What's up, everybody? And welcome to Tap Room Sports Wagers. I'm your host, Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks Lads. Here, as always, with my partner in crime, Mr. Big Fallen Ben Larson. And we are being brought to you by Tavour. Go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app straight to your mobile device and use promo code TAPROOM for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. How you doing tonight, Ben? Doing well, man. It's uh, we're getting close to the end of the week, so that makes me happy. Got uh, got a pretty decent weekend coming up, so I'm looking forward to that. Got uh, week 18 football. Yeah, first time ever, which is uh, kind of interesting to say. But uh, yeah, drinking a good beer and ready to go. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Had a great day of college basketball betting uh you know i got the usc game on here in the background they're up eight right now against fucking cal in berkeley so you know things are good over here oh yeah you know looking forward to the weekend as well we got college football playoff finale on monday which we'll be getting into on taproom sports and then obviously the last week of football and we got a lot of you know scenarios going on so that's that's always interesting like we have games that actually fucking matter the last week and i oh, think yeah. that's all we could have asked for to be that's in the year you know yeah um what are you sipping on dude i'm going with uh dale's pale ale from oscar blues oh so this is a uh, an oldie but goodie coming out of longmont colorado mm-hmm. oh actually well longmont Colorado, Brevard, North Carolina, and Austin, Texas. So I'm guessing this can came from Colorado, but uh, they've got three breweries. Oscar Blues is a wonderful, wonderful brewery. I'm sure you recognize the can. Oh, yeah. It's been a while since I had a Dale's, but those are good. Those are good ones. Those are good. What about you? I'm sipping on another 702 Pale Ale today. Uh, I got two more left, so... You know, I'm gonna kill them tonight. <laughs> and there we then, go. You know, actually, they're they're definitely much better than than uh, I remember. I don't know why I don't drink them very often because I I like pale ales. Pale so. pale ales, shit. My yeah, man, they're favorites. they're not too heavy, not too light. Like they're that perfect balance, dude, yep. of beer. You know what I mean? So yeah, man, that's what we're sipping on. And if you're if you're new to the show, if you are a recurring listener, obviously TSP Wagers is a show where we handicap games for the day. So this is coming out on Friday. We only have two NHL games uh, available, so we're going to be talking about one NHL game, and then we're going to do one NBA game. Obviously, yep. Ben watches a lot more hockey. I watch a lot more hoops. Um, so you know, you get two opinions of two people that you know specialize in in these two sports i would say so i'm stoked for this show we we did a good we had a good show last week ben we did the college football playoff and dude we went four or five out of six on our bets yeah the only bet we lost was uh alabama or i mean cincinnati plus 13 and a half and honestly cincinnati dude it we handicapped that game perfectly it went exactly as we said it was going to be a good defensive game but we didn't anticipate Cincinnati not being able to move the ball at all. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yep. But their defense played really well, dude. I mean, you couldn't have asked for more from their defense. Their defense only allowed, you know, 28 points or whatever it was. Um, so it was a good game, man. You know, you win some, you lose some. But we absolutely nailed that Michigan and Georgia game. I mean, we were all over that one. And that was our most confident bet um, was that game. 
Mm-hmm. Actually, the under, we we loved the under in that Bama Cincinnati game. That that one under, and we loved, yeah. and then we loved uh, Georgia minus seven and a half. But let's hop into these games this week. Remember, we're going to be talking about the college football uh, championship on this week's Tap Room. It comes out on Monday. The game is on Monday, so make sure to tap into that. Also, make sure to listen to this week's APR. We're breaking down week 18, previewing and picking every single game against the spread. So definitely tap into that. But let's hop into this NHL game, Ben. So we got the Washington Capitals on the road heading into St. Louis to face the St. Louis Blues. The Washington Capitals are 26 and 8 on the year. The St. Louis Blues are 19, 10, and 5. Washington right now is a minus 105 uh underdog, slight underdog. The yeah. St. Louis Blues are minus 115. And the over-under is six. Um, one thing I've been noticing too, Ben, before I get to you, is that there's been a lot of overs this year in, in NHL. There have been a I, lot I, of overs. I want to see what the uh what the number is because there, I mean, there also have been a lot of, a lot of games that are two to one, um, three, zero. So it's, uh, it's an interesting, interesting, uh, stat that we should definitely find out seeing where uh, over-unders are hitting in the NHL this year. Well, I mean, both Um, these teams are over 500 and over-unders. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And and this is one, this is actually a really tough one because you've got two goaltenders that, and more than two goaltenders that are just absolutely on point here. Um, this is the reason I picked this game um, out of the two was these teams are tight. Both these teams are second in their division. You've got Capitals being in second in the Metropolitan. you got the Blues in the Central. Um, both goaltenders on each team are above, you know, 90%, almost 91% save percentage. Um, their starters are both at 0.908. Um, Bennington is, is definitely giving a little bit more, um, you know, goals against average, but, uh, you know, you've got the the normal starter for the Capitals, Samsonoff, uh, who is day-to-day, so we don't know if he's going to get the start. But uh, then you've got Vanacek, who's kind of been coming in behind him, and he's 6-4-5 and five right now uh, with a better – Goals against average and a better save percentage than Samsonov here, um, which is uh, is Vanacek still on the IR? No, Samsonov has him out. Does it? Huh? Has him out on twelve twenty four for quarantine. That's a long ass time, dude. Yeah, I don't. If he was put on on the 24th, he would be. And CBS doesn't say that he's out. Yeah. And CBS also doesn't say that Samsonov is out. Samsonov's just day-to-day. Oh, okay. They don't even have him listed as anything on CBS. uh, Let's see. Did Samsonov play today? Looks like he played today as well. Hold on. Oh, they're on a back-to-back? Because that's, that's interesting if they're on a back-to-back because also the St. Louis Blues put Tarasenko in quarantine today, Wallman, and Perunovic all hit the IR today for quarantine. Why can't I – are the Capitals playing today? They just – it might have just been a video that was posted. No, they are not playing today. So it must the have just been – The last time they played was a second. Yeah, it must have just been a video that was posted uh, a minute ago. 
St. Louis did played it, or uh, they played. St. Louis played yesterday. They played yesterday. They lost um, to the Penguins. Penguins are surging right now, which is great to see. Um, so, I mean, we'll probably see. Samson uh, did play on Tuesday. Oh, no, they didn't. Tuesday was the fourth, which was a postponed game. Sunday. Sorry, I probably should have had this uh, looked up, but we didn't we didn't pick these games until like two minutes ago. Uh, yeah, no, they got a lot of well, they have a lot of guys returning though. This yeah, Samson really did play on two, on uh, Sunday, so he'll he'll likely be in to get this. They start. got uh, Oshi probable for Friday's game, Backstrom probable. So I mean, these are guys that are. They should be closer to full strength than St. Louis is. Yeah, especially if they've had four days off. That's that's a huge amount of time in hockey to have uh, in between games. So yeah. it's crazy though because the Blues are twelve three and two at home. You've got uh, the Capitals who are ten three and three on the road. Like that's they're just such a close team or close lines here, which is going to be incredibly difficult. Um, if you look at averages throughout the year. You've got um, both teams scoring 3.44 goals a game. You've got the Capitals allowing 2.59 and St. Louis allowing 2.77. So I think we can look at puck line plus one and a half here for uh, for the Capitals. I think that's you know, a what's great the value going to be, uh, yeah, minus, be that good. Minus 240. It's, it's not good. Because they're only a um, slight dog. Yeah. And I guarantee money is going to come in on them, especially with St. Louis being hit hard. I actually, I like Washington here, money line, because of that. I mean, the Blues are losing Tarasenko. They're losing a, a, a few starters here and de- on defense. They're losing two of their uh, top defensive players, dude, defensemen. So that could also play into a factor of taking the over here. Um. I don't see Tarasenko out. I, I think Odd Shark is just uh, way off on their number. Ah, he's off on – he's out and on CBS too, expected to be out until at least January 9th. He just entered COVID protocols today. Huh. Interesting here. Okay, then, yeah, I, I, big part of the reason that the Blues are scoring is because of Tarasenko. He's their, you know, leading goal scorer and not top, yeah, and top point getter as well. So I think that pushes over to Washington, yep. and I would lean under on this. You got hmm. two good goalies in. Um, that. Well, yeah. Washington scores a lot, dude. And St. Louis in their last two games have given up nine goals combined. So they're giving up four and a half goals in their last Pittsburgh's two. On fire, Minnesota's on fire. Yeah, but I don't, I don't see them scoring much. I mean, they scored nine in their last two as well. They scored nine, gave up nine since January first. I mean, dude, this that's a. I'd probably stay away from the over-under here, but I definitely like Washington money line. I think that's a solid bet, especially at minus 105. You're getting hella good value. St. Louis losing their best player. Washington getting more healthy, and they're better on the road than they are at home. 
I like I like Washington. Yeah, but then sure. you, I mean you're looking at St. Louis and they're but, just I mean, you're, at home. So. St. Louis hasn't been playing without Tarasenko at home. That's true. That is very true. So that's a. I think we only go with that one bet here. Yeah, I, I think that's the only one. That over under is tough, dude. Yeah, I, I, I personally I lean under, but that's just me. Is there any like props, maybe that you like on this one? I don't know the values on them. Uh, let me oh, see. Oh yeah, they they don't they won't release props till like until day know, of. Yeah, day of. Yeah, I mean, I think you can look at. Uh, I mean, you can always look at Ovechkin points. You can look at uh, Ovechkin over shots. Um, I would. I mean, the shot bets are, are really where you're you're going to be, you know, making oh, yeah. some easy money. Yeah. Let's see here. What's his average going to be? Sorry. Taking uh-huh. my time here. Vetchkin hit three shots this last game. Haglin three shots. Dowd was high at three shots. Um, so I think you could look at uh, at Ovechkin. You'd probably get some good value at at four shots there. Um, yeah, I think you can make money there. Looking over on the Bro, other 159 shots on net this year. That's a lot. Yep. In 34 games, dude. You're talking. Well over four a game. I definitely so you think can, you could take if that. If you can there. get it over three and a half, I think that's a solid bet. Yep. St. Louis. Let's see. Ryan O'Reilly. You could definitely pick up a, a shot bet on it. It's it might be at sitting at four. It might be at three and a half. Um, but O'Reilly definitely likes to put the puck on the net. Um. Defensively, you could probably put put Krug is getting you know three shots there. Um, you know if you can get a good value at plus two and a half on Krug, I would uh, I'd jump on that as well. Nice, like it. Let's hop into this NBA game real quick. So we got a lot of NBA NBA games to choose from. The game I'm gonna go with is Cleveland on the road at Portland. Cleveland Cavaliers are 21 and 17, 26, 11, and 1 against the spread, although they are owned for ATS in their last four. Portland Trailblazers are 14 and 23, 13 and 24 against the spread. <laughs> Dog shit. Yeah. Cleveland right now is minus four and a half favorites. Portland plus four and a half on the road. Over under is 216. Now, the reason why Cleveland is favored here is because the Portland Trailblazers will be without Damian Lillard, without CJ McCollum. And likely without um, Larry Nance Jr. And they could be without Nurkic, too, because he could still get suspended from that uh, fight with Tyler Hero. Hasn't yet, but still could happen. They haven't played a game since that game. Um, Cleveland on the other side, they lost Rubio for the year. Sexton's out for the year. They just traded for Rajon Rondo, so he's going to be available Friday night. Darius Garland is playing like a like an all-star. They still have Jerry Allen and Evan Mobley, who's in the running for Rookie of the Year. This is one of the best defensive teams in the league. They're fourth 
in opponent true shooting percentage, third in opponent three-point percentage, and Portland takes the third most three-point shots in the league, and the Cavs are one of the best teams defending the three-point shot. I personally think this game could get very fucking ugly for Portland, dude. But I think is is Portland going to be even taking those three point shots because they've got McCollum and and Lillard out? They still take them because they have Norman Powell, Anthony Simons. Like these are guys. Like that's how their team is built. Their team is constructed around the three point line. Like that they mm-hmm. play from the three point arc in, and the that's what the Cleveland Cavs do best. Plus, the Cavs are one of the best interior defensive teams with Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. Yeah, I think I honestly think this game could get very fucking ugly because Portland, especially without Nurkic, they just don't have the size to defend Cleveland, yeah. dude. It's gonna they don't have they just don't have enough depth and size to to do it. I also like the under here at two sixteen. I'm gonna stay away from the over under though because Portland is so dog shit defensively that you know this could be a fucking career night for a lot of these guys in Cleveland, dude. You know what I'm saying? But they could very well you know, hold Portland to a very low shooting night. Yeah. So I, I kind of lean the under, I lean the under, but I really like Cleveland here minus the four and a half. I think this is, I think this is a better the day material. And it's, an, it's, it's tough to look at this game because, because you have such big superpowers out on Portland. I mean, Portland does, let a lot of points go which i think is is something to look at this you know the averaging 12 points allowed more per game than cleveland is Um, yeah i mean portland's like one of the worst defensive teams in the entire league dude like yeah awful they i mean they're literally dead last in opponent field goal percentage uh let's see they're 27th in opponents points per game i mean it's just ugly 24th in opponents uh, points paints per game i mean everywhere down the board defensively you look at it they're just they're not a good defensive team yeah you think rondo gets some playing time tomorrow for sure they already jb bakerstaff has already come out and said he's at least playing him at least 20 minutes minimum wow. 20 minutes and they don't really have any backup point guards without without rubio and then you take sexton out too like they need yeah. him and then okoro's out too he's their other guard so really, they're gonna need Rondo to play, and Rondo's still good defensively. He's a great passer, and this he's gonna help this team, dude. They need that veteran type leadership. This is yeah. a young team, you know what I mean? So I, yep. I like Cleveland here minus a four and a half. I think it might be, get bet down too to like three and a half, three. I would take it even more, but yeah. I really like I really like it. I would also take. Um, I would also take uh, under in the first half. Both these teams are good first half teams defensively. Shockingly, um, Portland they're giving up their twenty seventh in the first quarter points per game, but they're nineteenth, so they're a little bit better in the second quarter. And then Cleveland uh, scoring in the first quarter, they're twenty eighth, they're number five, and then opponents points per game, they're first in the first quarter, and then in second quarter points per game, they're sixteenth and eleventh in and um, points given up. So I think that the under here and even taking Cleveland first half is also a solid bet. Yeah. I love this game, dude. I was looking at this game before we logged on to record the show, and I was like, oof, this is a beautiful game, man. This is a, a beautiful game. Damn, are you saying I should uh, I should start looking at uh, our games before that 
or we're talking about them? Well, I mean, I was just scrolling down because there are so many NBA games to choose from. I was like, all right, we're, what's the best game that we could find some value in? And it was between this one and then the Lakers game. Yeah. But we talked about the Lakers before, so I wanted to talk about two teams that we haven't talked about. So I, like, I want to talk about this one. But, yeah, man, I, I like Cleveland here. First half, you know, minus the one and a half, minus two and a half. I like full game, minus four and a half. Love it all. I would even look at their team total, which is probably going to be over 106 and a half. I would even take their team total. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's rewind. Recap. So, Ben, what's your three-pint bet of the day? Three-pint bet of the day is going to be Ovechkin over three and a half shots. Ovechkin over three and a half shots. Yep. My three-pint bet of the day is going to be Cleveland first half, minus two and a half. I like that bet. Minus two, minus two and a half, whatever you get it at. Yep. What's your two-pint bet of the day? Two-pint bet is going to be Washington minus 105 on the money line. That is also going to be my two-point bet of the day, Washington Thanks. minus 105 money line. And then what's your three-point bet of the day? I'm going to go Cleveland minus four and a half. All right. My three-point bet of the day is going to be Cleveland total over 106 and a half. Okay. 106 and a half. I would take it all the way up to 109 and a half. Anything else, I would I would uh, stay away. But I'm going to take the Cleveland total over 106 and a half to 109 and a half. There we go. All right. There you have it. Thank you all for tuning in. We got another quick episode in to give you all some best bets for Friday. Make sure to tap into this week's APR. We're previewing and picking every single game against the spread week 18. Uh, make sure to tap into Taproom on Monday. We are going to be previewing and picking the national championship in college football to crush the playoffs. So you definitely want to tune in for that. Ben, how was your Dales? It's good, man. It's a solid pale ale that you can um, you can just sip on. It's not overly hoppy. It's not overly you know kind of pungent. It's it's a great pale ale. It's definitely a go-to that uh, I'd say is probably in my top five of pales. Oh yeah, man. Well, I like Dale's. Is good, dude. Yeah. Dale's is definitely up there. Nice, man. Well, thank y'all for tapping in with us. Make sure to go to check us out at Taproom Sports Podcast on Instagram, at Jordan Rules TSP on Twitter. We'll be back on Monday to talk some college football, recap week 18, get ready for the NFL playoffs, man. I am definitely looking forward to this week's uh, Taproom, dude. We're going to have a lot to talk about. Yep. Definitely going to want to tune in for that. Y'all have a very safe weekend. We will see y'all on Monday. Peace. Later. How I feel about you is lukewarm